y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Bonding. I'm so excited to be in conversation with you all again. Um, I have to say that there have been a couple of people to reach out to say it does feel like we're actually having a conversation that you're on a walk with me or we're chilling at the house. So I'm excited about that because that's exactly what I want this to feel like. So shout out to those who have reached out to me uh, to share that feedback because it's super duper helpful. Um, So right now, let's just get into it. Um, You know, I love to come here and talk about things that I've been noticing lately. And one of the things I've noticed is just how tough it's been out here for a lot of people lately for a lot of reasons, right? We're still kind of getting back into our groove after the pandemic. It wasn't that long ago. I know it feels like it, but it wasn't. So a lot of us are trying to find our groove again. And so, you know, we're spending a lot of time online and probably not as much time in person as we should. That's good for us. Um, And so a lot of us are feeling a little isolated. Um, I've talked to a lot of friends and, and even friends of friends who are just generally feeling a little bit spent trying to balance all of the things, rather that be work or family or friendship or just you know, what taking care of yourself, all of the things that are going on. And it's, it's, it's a lot. And, and sometimes it can really feel like it's, it's too much. Um, and sometimes that leads us to feeling like the things that we're doing are just not good enough. And unfortunately, sometimes those feelings creep into how we feel about ourselves. So not only that we're not doing things well, but we ourselves are not good enough. And I think there are a lot of factors at play here. Um, And both of, you know, some are internally and some are externally motivated, but there are a lot of things to consider. And the one thing I'm thinking a lot about, and I kind of started off talking about this, but we are spending a great deal of time on social media. And I do think that social media can both be a blessing and a curse. You know, there's, there's an opportunity to build community and connection. There are so many different Facebook groups that I love, the Black Girls and Trader Joe's, the shopping at Target while black. I think that's what it's called. Um, Just so many opportunities to connect. But it also leads us sometimes if we're not really careful to having a constant like comparison experience that we do there too. Um, I know for me, you know, I'll sometimes see somebody post some fabulous vacation or some goal they've achieved. And then I instantly start looking at myself and measuring myself next to that person. And, you know, then it's like, I start to get into like a little bit of silent berating. (laughs) I, I can't even say beating myself up because I'm a Virgo. So I do everything extra, but it's like a berate, right? Like, it's like, Oh, well, what did I do today? Look at Keisha. She did the Ironman. And, you know, I just had one little goal to run the 5k last year, but I didn't even do that. And, you know, then it starts spilling into other things, right? Because here's the really crazy thing. And I pray, I pray I'm not alone on this, y'all. But I'll see somebody do some shit that I have no interest in doing whatsoever, right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous because this happened to me the other day. I saw someone posted something on social media about how they went on some cruise, right? The pictures were gorgeous. She looked amazing. Like the whole night, like it looked like an incredible vacation. But. I do not like cruises. 
I I have never liked cruises. I despise them. I feel trapped. It is not anything fun for me that I want to do. I totally, you know, congratulate people that enjoy doing it. Go off, sis. Do what you got to do. I just don't like it. And, but these pictures have me legit, like, Googling cruises. It's ridiculous. Like, when I saw myself, like, now I'm looking back, I'm like, okay, Keontae, you're doing a lot. But in that moment, I was like, we're going on a cruise. I even told my husband that we should look up some cruises. And he looked at me like I had just bumped my head because he knows how much I hate cruises as well. So again, that's just the power of social media and comparison. It can make you do things or make you feel like you want things that you don't even want. Right. But, but what I found pretty recently is that there can be a, there can be good in those feelings, but it just requires like a little bit of reflection and introspection. So I don't know if I've shared previously, but I'm a huge fan of therapy. I have been in therapy myself for over eight years, and it has literally changed my life. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, at a minimum, it has saved my life. I know that. But it has also significantly changed my life for the better. And in doing some of that work, right, like when you're in therapy for eight years, you start to uncover all kinds of things. That's the beauty of it, right? Like, eight years, right, you think, well, damn, she must have a lot of issues. A, I do. But B, like the more you're in therapy, the more you start to realize like there's more things to uncover. It's like the work is never done. It's almost like owning a house where, you know, there's constantly work to be done in the house. It's the same for yourself. There's just constantly work to be done on ourselves. And that's okay because I love it. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going. I like it. But in that work, I have identified that envy is something that really rears, rears its ugly head a lot in my life. And I know I'm not alone in this. I do know that. But I do know it's one of those feelings that people have a hard time admitting. And I know that because I had a hard time admitting it. There's a lot of shame in feeling envy, you know, especially because, you know, it it seems to be in conflict with gratitude. And especially in this movement now where it's like, just be grateful. You should be grateful. And I believe that you should. But I also believe that you should feel your feels. And if those things come up, then... They are to be felt and they are to be addressed. So um, talking about it to me helps me to release it because I understand that I'm not the only one that feels these feels. And I recognize that shame lives in silence. Right. So that's why I talk about the things. Anywho, um, when talking to my therapist about this. Um, she kind of told me something that I thought was pretty powerful, right? If we really look at envy, it could help you identify the things that you actually want, right? So to use my example of the woman who went on the cruise, it wasn't necessarily the cruise I wanted. In fact, it was 100% not the cruise I wanted. But what I did want was the getaway. I wanted the vacation. I wanted the beach and the water and the drinks and then just the feeling of being relaxed and carefree, right? So like, that's the thing that I wanted. But that required a little bit of introspection and not necessarily getting online to look up cruises. Like, note to self. Now I know not to do that. And it's the same thing even when it comes to goals, right? Like I talked about the woman that ran um, the Ironman and I was beating myself up over not doing the 5K. I don't want to do an Ironman. I have no desire whatsoever. But my God, I really... I'm an admiration of folks that do do that. I really think it's like such an incredible way to push your body and really accomplish something. But I want to do my version of that, which would be something like a 5K. I have talked for a very long time 
about doing a half marathon. I did a marathon years and years ago, and I just loved that feeling of accomplishment. I would love to do a half marathon. So, you know, maybe now I'll focus on the 5K because I know I'm looking for that sense of accomplishments, feeling like I did something and pushed my body to limits and was able to do something I didn't previously think I could. And so perhaps when it's cooler outside, I'm not running in this Georgia heat. Um, When it's cooler outside, maybe I will pick that back up. All that being said, I also want to name that sometimes self-doubt and that feeling of inadequacy isn't just because of envy or something we see that others have that we want or that we think we want. Um, In other words, it's not always externally driven. Sometimes, oftentimes, in fact, it's by design, right? We as black women are constantly doubted. I read somewhere that in the work environment, we have to repeat ourselves something like five times more than our white counterparts in in order to be believed or perceived as credible. And I know that we have all experienced this in some way, right? I've talked to too many of my friends and um, my black colleagues, my black woman colleagues to know that this is a thing, right? Like it's often not even said. You'll just be like, yeah, I said X, Y, Z in a meeting and, you know, Karen kind of blew me off. It's like, yep, I know how that goes, right? It's, it's just something that we all know we experience, you know, we'll say something in a meeting and no one actively really pushes back, but it doesn't seem like it's hidden either, Then it comes up again and again until finally you show some random data or someone else in the room backs you up. And now all of a sudden what you said is valid. It happens so much. And I I work in marketing and it feels like anyone that has ever seen a commercial thinks they can do my job. So the amount of emails I get or pushback I sometimes get in meetings is out of this world. Um, And part of that is caucasity and folks just feeling like, you know, they have the right to tell experts, emphasis on experts, on what they should do when they absolutely have no credentials to say so. But again, that's another topic for another time. I, that is a rabbit hole I can quickly get down into, and I'm not going to do that today. But the fact is, that kind of shit will start to fuck with you over time, slowly and surely. And if you're not really, really careful, it will reinforce the narrative that you're not good enough. And then you start to feel like you need to compete with the next person or change something about yourself to fit that mold and to be more acceptable, right? Now you're finding yourself feeling like you have to be, you know, a little bit more type A, a little bit more micromanaging and to get stuff done. And that's not even who you are, but you feel like you have to fit that mold in order to be successful. So in that instance, it's not really envy that we feel. I think it's more of a sense of just wanting to be heard or seen or to be believed, right? It's maybe it's envy in the in the sense that you you know want to feel that same level of respect that you want to have that same freedom that you see other women, white women take advantage of so freely and that we don't quite have access to. Um And I think that's why it's so important to have community. And it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, to be honest, so that we can just be our free selves and we can have these conversations. I'm kind of like the voice in your head. And hopefully you're talking back to me, like I said. Hopefully I am giving voice to some of the thoughts that you feel 
and maybe didn't have the quite have the words or the vessel to speak them out loud. That's my biggest wish for this podcast is that we can be our freest, most authentic selves without judgment. And I do, I think together we'll get there some way, some form, this is some form of community. And I do think that this will be a space in which we can get there. All right. So that's all I have on that. But I told y'all in, I want to say episode one, yes, episode one, I talked about how I find a great way to bond is through entertainment of some kind, right? My best friend says I have a media disease, meaning (laughs) I watch a lot of TV and listen to a lot of things, podcasts, music, all the things, read blogs, I do it all. And I know a lot of people like to act like they don't watch TV or they frown upon it. And I'm frankly the exact opposite. It's like a point of pride for me. I have a whole Google Doc that has a list of shows, movies, podcasts, books that I recommend because I love it. So maybe one day I will share it. If y'all are interested, let me know. Um, But back to my original point. I want to tell y'all about the latest thing that I just listened to that I think you will enjoy too. So it's a podcast. And it's called The Retrieval. And it's produced by the New York Times and the same folks that put out Serial, which if you haven't listened to that podcast, oh my God, you have to listen to it. I believe it was put out around 2013, 2014. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but just wherever you listen to podcasts, look up Serial. It is incredible. And also, listen up, listen, look up The Retrieval because it is so good. And it is exactly about what it sounds like, right? It's about the egg retrieval process and IVF. And I know, you know, a lot of people have told me that they are interested in understanding the IVF process a little bit more. So it goes into some detail there, right? It educates you on the process a little bit. But what it mostly highlights, which I thought was incredibly interesting because it's something we all have dealt with at some point, is just about how much women's pain is ignored, like completely disregarded. And while the show highlights all of the ways in which these women were dismissed and ignored over an extended period of time, right? And they were in deep, deep pain. To me, it just made plain how we're not taken seriously in times of crisis. Like, it's particularly women. I won't even say black women women in this instance. It is women in general. Like, the doctors and nurses, and sometimes they were women, just did not believe or, or care for that matter that these women were in such extreme pain. And it's something I'm so interested in learning more about and talking more about. And my hope is at some point to have an expert on the show so that we can really dig into it. And I'll keep y'all posted on that. But I just want you to check it out. I'm trying not to give away any spoilers. So I'm kind of talking around the show, but I would just love to hear what y'all think about it in terms of the, the whole process, right? Because I do feel a little bit, and this is just from my own experience with going through IVF, that a lot of times women's experiences or a pain or discomfort are dismissed because it's like, well, you got to do what you got to do to get a baby. So if it hurts, suck it up, right? Like this is what you want, deal with it. And this kind of exemplified that for me. It really illustrated what I felt um, in a way that I thought was really salient. So check that out. Um, another part of the show that I thought was really fascinating was the lack of black women representation. They were only able to inter- interview one black woman. Um, and the host kind of touched on that a little bit, but that has been my experience too, right? I just, every time I went to the doctor's office, I was the only black woman in there. And I, and I think there's something there that I also want to dig into 
Um, I'm not sure what it is, but there has to be a reason for this lack of representation. And I'm sure some of it is tied up in shame and lack of access and all that good stuff. But I I think there's something more. My spidey senses tells me there's something more and I, and I want to look into that. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about that together with an expert at some point. Um, cause I would love to dig into that as well. At any rate, for the hundredth time, check out the show. Tell me what you think. Um, I think you'll be both intrigued and enraged by some of what you hear. At least I was. So I'd be curious to think, see what y'all think. So hit me up at blackgirlsbonding at gmail and let me know what y'all think. All right. Thanks so much for joining me again for another episode, y'all. It has been fantastic. It's been really great to be in community once again with you. And I will talk to you all in a couple of weeks. Have a good one.